for the Uncle Rico Show. It's time for the Uncle Rico Show. So chug a course, cause here we go. It's time. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the world famous Uncle Rico Show with your world famous Uncle Rico host. Come on. Come on. Who's having a good time tonight? How about everyone that's here? Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We got one hell of a show. We got a bit of a reunion going on here tonight. Wow. Yeah. There's a guest coming on right now that we haven't, the three of us haven't had a chance to hang with and and talk to in years. I've kept in touch with this guy. He's um, always. Ignored me. (laughs) No, he's always been one of my favorites, man. When when he would come up to Sirius, uh, I I always made sure to talk to him and see what's going on with him because as a veteran super fan of the Stern Show, this guy is an OG. This guy is, is one of the greats, and you got to respect uh, his body of work, what he brought to the table, yeah. the amount of his life that was shared to the world i mean that's not easy to do take it from somebody who's been there it ain't easy. this guy he was something else he delivered every time how about enough for howard to dedicate a fucking book to him how about that pretty good Uh, yeah ladies and gentlemen welcome to the uncle rico show our pal and yours steve grillo I don't know what to say about that intro, Julie, but I'm really touched. I mean, thank it. you very much. I mean, it. I mean it. How many times? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that very much. How many times did you come up to Sirius for something else, and I always cornered you and stuck a mic in your face and made you plug something? <laughs> I will never ever forget that. And every time I talk to anybody, uh, that's the first thing that I say. I was like. I got nothing against Shuli, and every time I went up there, he made sure he gave me some airtime and always made me look good. Mm-hmm. And for that, my brother, I will never ever forget. Listen, man, you gotta you gotta pay it forward. You gotta respect the people that were before you. Like I said, I love and respected that show. It got me through so many fucking shitty jobs and shitty times. And you were one of those reasons. You you opening your life and being uh, you know fucked with on the show on a daily basis was something that you know for me as a fan like you you were you were a major player in that and and i've always always respect especially when i got there and i realized how hard it is to be honest about your life on the air because so many people are listening and when i was there it wasn't near the amount of people that when grillo was on you know i mean you you double that audience number uh, and Gorilla's whole life is is open open game for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and I've always well, respected you for that, man. I seriously, I, I appreciate that. And the funny thing is, you know, a lot of people went on that show because they wanted to be on air talent, or you know, they wanted to be a big star. I really just went on because a Hunter College was down the block, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this studio is this close. I was a huge fan. And all I did was listen to John and Ganji all morning. And I was like, 
shit, if they could do it, so could I. And I, I didn't <laughs> want to be a big, I just wanted to be a part of it because I knew uh, that it was something huge and it was just way too convenient. And I just made sure that I got past that door. But you were also, you separated yourself, uh, uh, Ga- I mean, not so much from, Ga- I mean, I, actually, I will say from Ganji, from everybody, with your work ethic. with, And that's why the book was dedicated to you, because you were there every morning, no questions asked. You were there doing your job, whatever it was. No, no fucking back talk, no backing out. You were as loyal as a soldier gets. And what a sign of respect. What, what, a, what an amazing uh, thing for him to do to dedicate that to you. Dude, but do you understand how lucky I knew I was? That <laughs> Don't ask me why the hell they let me in and shut the door behind me. That's why I was there every day. Who am I to be there? I'm just some punk kid from Canarsie, Brooklyn. And all of a sudden, I'm working on the biggest radio show in the world. Yeah, and they keep letting me in. Yeah. So yeah. Why, why wouldn't I be there every day and do whatever they needed to keep staying there? Because I knew, I knew, I knew how amazing it was. That's that, how you be big at it, your job. That's how you do it. You know what I mean? If you want something, you fucking go through it, and when you get it, you just fucking keep piling. And and we, I went through it, buddy. I mean, but that's the mentality you have to have. You know, when 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 I got to New York, I didn't know that there was going to be a position for me. I didn't know that I was going to get hired full time. No. But the only thing I knew was that I was not going back to Vegas. I'm yeah. going to figure something out. If it means shining shoes in the bathroom while, you know, I, I'll do that. But I'm once I, my, my mentality was you fucked up. Let me in the door. Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm going to do whatever the fuck I need to, <laughs> to stay here. Yeah. 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 But I wasn't like a, I wasn't there to like be on the air. I was just there no. to do a good job. You know what I'm saying? Every time I went on there, it wasn't exactly fun. Well, no, but that, but that, what, that's what makes the the dedication so much more special, in my opinion, because it wasn't about anything you did on the air. It was all about what you did behind the scene, and you could tell it was real that you weren't going in there just to be on the air, right? Yeah, no, no, I definitely wasn't. It was just, I was just happy to be a part of it and just be be glad that they let me in every day. Seriously, and when he dedicated the book to me, which was weird. I had a bizarre dream about a, two weeks before the book came out about he like slammed me in the book. It was like weird. And I remember t- telling him that story about I had a weird dream about the book and he turned to me and was like, what are you fucking talking about? What are you talking about? What do you mean you had a weird dream? What do you know? I go, I don't, I, I, I don't know anything. I, I didn't tell him I thought he, he slammed me. I just, I said, I had a dream that the book does really well. <laughs> he was what? And because he thought someone leaked out that I dedicated the book to him. Right. And uh, right. that morning, I was probably on two hours sleep coming from scores. I was in a horrible mood. I was still half drunk. And yeah. then the first book opens up and uh, it, it just makes me read it. And I start having a panic attack. I don't know if you ever watched the video, but you could see me lose breath. Yeah. And then when I could read forward more and see my name at the bottom. I started getting worse, and then I said debit instead of debt, which made it even, <laughs> which made it even more interesting. Right. See, Bob's sixty, and he still says the same thing. What happened? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have something. I want to look. But keep talking, guys. Hold on. Uh, I thought I thought there was a roach coming out. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I got, I got, I got to say, no, no, no. This is kind of cool, but yeah. it's really, really upsetting. 
because it was probably one of the most prized possessions. Yeah. This, unfortunately, is the first book that came out of the box. <laughs> oh, no. my God. Um, I had it underneath my aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> and the aquarium had a fucking leak. Oh, no. And it's basically here yeah. in this, like, it's black mold. So if you release uh -huh. this, it's probably like the plague. But this <laughs> yeah. is the actual... This is the actual book that I got. I couldn't throw it away. So this is how I we just basically died. sealed it <laughs> yeah. up. I was so mad because it was my my you, roommate you created added, fucking uh, Corona. He well, created yeah. Corona. This is the start of the Last of Us. It's the it's the Stern virus. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. Like I have I have this really prized possession. From Jay Thomas, who I work with, you 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 remember Jay? I, I, yeah, I met him once. He was a very nice guy, great guy, and uh, and I he gave me one year. He gave me the football he threw uh, on the meat to hit the meatball on Letterman when my wife and I came to see him at Letterman. It was signed by Dave and it was signed by Jay. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I still have the football, but it's completely flat now because my kid <laughs> somehow put a hole in it. So I have this fucking amazing thing that's. That's ruined, you know. You can get it fixed. You can get yeah. it. Yeah, my my shit's beyond repair. That's <laughs> beyond repair. Right. I was just trying that's to make, that's I was just trying to make Grillo feel better. That's all. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, skull, baby. Let's do it. Oh, baby, skull. So Salaka. I want to catch up with you right now, currently, because okay. you know, one of the things about you, you've always pursued the the team since private parts i think right or were you involved yeah. in stuff uh before private parts but i think that no 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 my my first my first job ever was on a movie set was private parts hmm. and howard uh got me the job as a, a must hire which yeah. originally i was supposed to be his assistant and thank god i wasn't because right. I had no idea what the fuck was. An assistant on movie set knows everything. You got to know the call time, the lunch time, the, the, everything. I didn't know anything. Thank God I didn't get that job. But he got me a job as a must hire on the set, which was a big deal because all the PAs that I've ever got to set had to do six months in an office. Right. So he so the, the, fast tracked the, you past all that. Yeah. And well, the, the key PA did not like that. Well, of course, they so, had to, they had so, to eat that shit sandwich, and you didn't. Yeah. You get the line. Uh, well, he gave me a shit sandwich for uh, the whole uh, the whole thing, and I was two weeks into it, and I'm like, you know, doing the radio show from five until ten, and then doing the movie from eleven to eleven. Yeah. Without yeah. a break, and he had me just so the first two weeks, I'm like. Uh, by the second week, I'm like, I I'm going to quit. It's going to be bad, but yeah. I'm just going to say I can't handle the schedule because I'm not going to rat and say this guy's making my life a miserable hell, but I'm just going to just, you know, tap out. And then one of my best friends goes, so what's it like being on a movie set? I said, oh, it's a pain in the ass. You know, first I got to do the one shot over the shoulder, and then they got to move a wall and change the thing, and they got to do this, and then the grips come in, and the lighting comes in, and then set dressing comes in, and I, I, I went... Yo, I didn't know anything about that two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> I, went, I, went, I went, oh, shit. I'm yeah. learning. Yeah. I went, oh, man, fuck this guy. I'm staying here. He ain't getting rid of me. And I made it through the whole thing. And it was the best thing I ever did. 
you know, again, that mentality that that put your head down and fucking get the job done mentality. So many people don't have that. It's yeah. it's what's gotten you into so many doors and and kept you there. So you've had this love of the film and TV industry. You've pursued it uh, for years. You had uh, ex extra parts, I think, or small roles in like Sopranos and other stuff, uh, you know, but where are you at now? What's going on with your life? Well, now? yeah, the, then then nine eleven happened. Well, I don't remember. And, Tell uh, me what well, well, nine eleven. I, I was I was just standing on the Sopranos. I was getting roles. I was doing really well. I had a, I was working in nightclubs, you know, and I had a pile of cash on my dresser. I had a bank account, and I was things were fast tracking. And then nine eleven happened. Not to use that as an excuse, but the city shut down. Sure. Uh, the Sopranos yeah. took a hiatus because. Uh, Gandolfini, Imperioli, uh, Sharippa, and one of the directors, they all lived in Tribeca. They all had to move. Um, and I wound up getting convinced by some family members to get a job job. And I got into Local 3, the electrical union. Okay. And that's, it was about a six-and-a-half-year process to get to where you were supposed to be. And it just wasn't me, dude. Right. It was not me. And uh, I did about four years. And I, I tapped out and everybody said it was a bad move. But if I'm going to do this for another two years, when I get my card, I'm not going to ever use it. I'm going to rip it up. Right. So right. Why waste two years? I agree. I agree. And why? Why do something that makes you miserable? Yeah. No, my ex-wife, she was like, you used to be fun. Every time you come home every day, you sit on the couch and you're a miserable fuck. Yeah. And I go. I go, well, because I, I got to do this job for us. Right. And she goes, yeah. no, you don't. Right. No, you don't. You want to quit. I got your back. I went, oh, you do? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just, I would say about it took about another three weeks before I figured out a way to get the fuck out. <laughs> no, I, I've done every kind of manual labor. I hate yeah. every single one of it. I did electrical with a guy that would tell me to grab the wrong wire every time. And then I'd get shocked and he'd go, you awake now? That was a guy oh. I, I hated it. I hated him. Uh, when you do something that you don't love, it makes you so miserable. And I think that has to do with a lot of the hate that's out there in the world right now. And the and social media is just people are stuck doing something. They wish they could do something else. Maybe something that that person they're attacking is doing. But yeah. They can't, and so they're angry about it, and it sucks. I've been there. I know. You know, it, it's it's a shitty feeling. So, where are you at now? Well, like, what are you doing? Well, uh, I uh, after the pandemic, uh, of, uh, again, most of the people that I'm still friends with in the business all stem from private parts because private parts went to Sopranos. Sopranos went to Boardwalk Empire. And when I had the LED lighting company and stuff, everybody welcomed me back. They were like, Grillo, where the fuck you been? So they did whatever they can to help me to try to get the, the, the lighting company started. And um, one of the guys, uh, you know, I don't know. He's a big shot. I don't want to mention his name. But when sure. he found out that I wasn't doing anything, but I was qualified in OSHA and scissor lift. Right. Uh, it was probably last year in October. He had me working as a grip uh, on, you know, Miss Maisel. In like three days. And um, when I found out what I was making, I was like, why wasn't I doing this 30 years ago? <laughs> like, I had no idea they got paid this money. Yeah. So uh, it changed my life. I, I, I added debt. I'm paying rent. 
you know, I got uh, a little extra money in my pocket and I got a 2007 soft tail. So I'm really happy at the way my life is going right now. Nice. I'm, I'm happy for you, dude. I'm happy that you are getting to do what you love. It's so rare that people get to do that for a living. So that makes uh, everything, everything in your life so much better. So yeah. I'm happy for yeah, you. No. you deserve it. You deserve it because, you, you know, you've been through a lot. You know, uh, I mean, you've you've appeared on beer on the balcony, what, five, six times? I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, here, here's the one thing I want to do. And I please I appreciate this. I know you guys have like stormed up on John and I get what it is. I, I'm like I'm friends with him. Sure. And I, 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 I like look, whatever you guys do, though, there's three sides to every story. I, I, I don't want to know anything. Right. I don't want to be in any controversy. Absolutely. I do have a, a, a brother place in my heart for the guy. I understand you guys do what you got to do. John gives it out. You give it out. I want to be out of it. And I said the same thing on his show. I so get I, I, there is there is there's no way in hell. I, I, I don't even want to joke about him, if you don't mind. You guys can. But I just I'm not going to j- join in on that because um, I just I, I just don't want to get involved in that mess. I'd rather talk about what we're talking about now all night long. I, I understand. And listen, I, I would I would have no problem talking to you about that. Uh, at the end of the day, what we're doing is not coming from a personal place no. of hatred. We don't want to see him fail. We don't want to see him not be able to work. We didn't tell him to stop doing his podcast. In fact, just the opposite. We've offered him uh, an opportunity here with us to do a show with us, an old school type radio yeah. show where it's not just about goofing on him, but at the end of the day, all we're doing is busting his balls. We're 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 all we're doing is playing clips yeah. of stuff that he's put out on the internet, and we don't attack family. We don't attack friends. We don't attack businesses. You yeah, know, I, I, I hope not. Because listen, one on one, that's one thing. He gets upset about the family thing. I'm not saying that you guys, because no offense, I don't listen to my own shit or let alone anybody else. You know, but, but like, I don't know what happened on his show. I don't know what happened on your show. Right. Like I said, you know, Levy, you've never done anything. Mike, I, I hope, you know, we don't know each other, but you didn't, haven't done anything. And surely, like I said, I always say, there's no way I cannot be friends with you. Oh, you always had my back no matter what. And, and just so you know, I would never bring you on here and put you in a corner and be like, mm-hmm. yo, tear this fucking guy apart. Why do you think I'm on here right now? Because I know you're not going to do that to me. Of course. And so yeah. my whole thing is I just want to explain to you that we have made multiple offers to try. And because, yeah. you know, numerous people are making money off of John with the exception of John. And I legit think that he can make a really good amount of money but mm-hmm. you know this started on a sour note because of him not because of me and you know you know what john is capable of you know you know john shoots first and asks questions later right <laughs> right so, so at the end of the day i never had any problem with john i never well, I always thought you were i thought you were, i thought you were much closer with him than I, I you know i anticipated because he like you know there was always like you know, I, you know, I have my friends on the internet. I'm not saying that was you, but I always thought that maybe you had like a stronger connection with him. I mean, the the stronger connection I had with him was he was the one manning the phones when I used to call in, and so I okay. would, and and he was very helpful in that. He was actually, 
you know, he'd go, I tell him, Hey, I got this, I got this. And he'd go, yeah, I wouldn't go with that. Go with this. And he would help me get on the air. And again, all the more reason why I had no problem with the guy, none at all. In fact, I never brought his name up ever. And, and, and so what happened was he just started attacking me out of the blue and, and accusing me of things that weren't accurate. You know, he, he made accusations that I filmed. I secretly filmed this summit meeting and that I, I was the one that released it and I had nothing to do it. You see me sitting in the fucking <laughs> in front of whoever filmed it. Yeah. But for him to make that accusation at that time, for me to be, uh, uh, you know, having my first kid uh, and, and it really it could have put me in a really shitty spot, you know, to the point where it could have cost me my job and providing for my family. And and again, I never understood where that came from, from a guy that I never had any issue with and never went out of my way to shit on ever. I never mentioned him at all. So. Even then, Grillo, I never I never fought back. I never initiated any kind of back and forth with him. I always took the high road because at that time I was employed by a place that he hated and that he shit on regularly. And it made sense to me that it probably wouldn't be a good look for me to get involved in a Twitter fight with this guy or go on his podcast or what have you. I should probably yeah. distance myself from this guy. And that's what I did for a while. Even yeah, I don't I get that. I don't get the whole Twitter wars and the back and forth. I, 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 I guess they say I'm a Virgo. I don't like confrontation. I don't like arguing with anybody. Neither I like peace. I. Yeah. yeah. I like peace and everything. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, doing your show, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I, I respect John. I love him together. He's a good brother. Um, whatever you guys got going on, I hope you can figure it out, but we definitely got a lot more to talk about than John. That's for sure. I hope, so. I hope we do too, because we're doing an event this upcoming weekend, uh, titled DabbleCon. That is, we're giving an award show to John for all the work that he's done. That's provided content for so many other shows. We're praising him. It's something that he should have been a part of, yeah. but, but it's, it's all in the, interaction it's on the approach i we're not looking to ruin him we're looking to put a spotlight on him and say this guy's gold and more people need to watch this and focus on this and and that's all we're trying to do you know okay okay well that's cool good luck to that next subject <laughs> <laughs> do you think now uh, I, no, I don't think you're sucking me into a rabbit hole but i'm not going down a rabbit hole no, 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 I just want to ask this question and then and then we'll move on and uh, and and I'll, I'll I'll bring up something else. But this question to you is you've come on here. All we've talked about is you. Right. We've talked about John for five, six minutes. You've said nothing negative about him. Do you think you will get shit for this? From him? Why would I get shit for him? Because I'm saying nothing, but I respect and love him. And I, I don't think I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what happened. I just hear stories. So I can't make my own fucking thing. But as a brother, I love John and yeah. I will protect him and always right. stick up for him. So, I, you know, if you're going to say something negative, I'm not going to appreciate it or want to hear it. So right. if you can keep your negativity outside of when I'm here, that's great. But if there's anything negative about John, I don't want to be a part of it because yeah. he is a friend of mine. 
And right. I don't want to get in the middle of that. That's right. your thing with John. That's not my thing. Right. That's what would why you I'm say if he, if he did have a problem with this? What, what would you tell him? Well, then, that, no, you know what? Well, you know, here's the deal. I, I, I hope that he doesn't. I we, can't say that he will. Here's the deal. I'm, if it's viewed as I'm helping you, you're yeah. helping me. I, right. I got to look out for myself. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so I'm not doing anything negative towards him. I'm telling you, please don't do anything towards him that's negative. I don't want to be part of the negative. So if he's got a problem with this, I came on here to say I don't like anything that's going on. I right. don't know who's right or wrong. I don't like it either way because right. I like you and I like him. I and there's no reason why I can't pick a side because I don't have anything wrong with you and I don't have anything wrong right. with him. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I, his, I like that. You are yeah. his defender, which is great. What 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 would you say are his three greatest attributes? Uh, he's really smart. He's quick and he's an amazing musician. Okay. Now let me ask you this. If by chance, hypothetically, if by chance he has a problem with this, can we book you again? <laughs> no, I know. You know what? Put it this way. If he has a, if, if knowing John, if he thinks that I'm coming on here and telling him the saying that I think that, that what you guys, if you're doing that shit, I don't yeah. know. Cause I got, if you're doing that shit, I condemn it. It's wrong. Okay, yeah. I don't know if they if you are or you're not. Does it make a difference? I'm gonna say it's fucked up if it right. is. If it's right. not, then okay. But if he has a problem and thinks I'm a traitor or I'm coming no. on here, I have every right to do anything I want. Absolutely. This isn't a, okay, and I'm coming on here and I'm saying I don't like if you guys are attacking his kids, if you're attacking his job, if you're doing anything, I, I don't I don't fucking like it. But I don't know, I, I don't know the whole story other than I hear one thing and I hear another thing. I don't care. I don't want to be a part of it. Understood. That's that. No, totally, totally. Understood. And we respect you and we love you. I know. That's why I'm here. Because I didn't think you would have like backdoor me. But it, okay, it's been addressed. John, I if you think I'm a traitor, you're wrong. I'm here to make sure that if they're doing something stupid, I don't like it. And right. that's that. And right. I don't know. Okay. So if, if you are, don't if you are, then don't do it. And if that's the case, we would have just started the show with that shit and we would have. Yeah. Talk to okay. you about you. I, I I don't like it. I don't like confrontation. I don't like you're my friend and he's my friend, and yeah. I can't be in. I, I'm not going to be in between. You're going to be both right. my friends. Why don't, that's you become, why don't you become a peace broker? Why don't you talk to him about? Uh, there healing, you go. Oh, that, the, the put, me in, put me in Russia and Croatia right now. I'll end this yeah, shit tonight. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Why don't you talk to him about this and yeah. say, listen, uh, maybe you I know. I don't want to. I got enough confrontation in my life. I don't need extra. But no, you're, I can't you're, 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 you're quelling right. confrontation. Listen, listen, no, listen. no, I don't know. If, look, if he's got a problem, then don't talk to me. Gorilla <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want to get involved. I respect that. Yeah. Let me do this because oh. we're going to get into a part of the show where we break down, you know, we, we analyze. I don't want to keep you for that because yeah. okay. not, I don't want you to be a part I of it. That. I don't want you to be uncomfortable. We're friends. I love you. I want to stay friends with you. What can I plug anything for you? Can I promote anything for you? Yo, bro. No, I'm just cool. I just wanted to come on and say what's up. To, to um, talk to all the friends and stuff like that and uh and make sure that you know i i there isn't a problem with me coming on and talk to you if i do have something to plug you know i'm on it what uh, instagram is grillovator um uh, twitter is steve gorilla uh, you know i'm more like a facebook family person where i go through like you know family yeah. shit uh i drop on twitter every once in a while i don't like getting into twitter wars i don't like being in the middle of this by the way i think what you say a big congratulations to uh, one of the nicest people on the planet go ahead Cool. Uh, with the introduction of the new Theo Ganji. Theo G you, Ganji had a kid? 
Ganji had a kid. Get out of here. Yeah, he put it on Facebook so I could finally say it. Oh, uh, it was it was it was a little bit of a rough patch. Yeah. Um, but the the baby the after like fourteen uh, now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> after after uh, a couple of months in ICU and premature stuff, uh, the baby's now home. Uh, and, and doing really good. And if you go on Ganji's Facebook page, you can see the uh, the pictures of the baby. I'm very happy for him and his wife. And uh, Ganji's uh, over the moon. And uh, he got to bring his son home this week. And congratulations uh, to Mike Ganji. Hey, listen, Ganji. Ganji's always been a good soul. He's always been a good guy up there. I love Ganji. The, the nicest person on the planet. He, yeah. uh, I, I, I go to him. I go because you know we're both. I'm half Irish, half embarrassed. He's full on embarrassed. <laughs> uh, I go, you know what's so funny? Remember when we were kids and there was always that old Italian guy on the block and they were like, oh, Teresa, your grandfather wants you. And she was like, no, that's my dad. I'm like, that's you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> who's nicer, Ganji or John? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who's nice? Who's nicer, Ganji or the Pope? Mike Ganji. <laughs> uh, uh, so Ganji, I shouldn't try. So I shouldn't try and book Ganji is what you're saying. All right. Well, I think if you want to hear a screaming baby in the background, yeah. But I think he would. I think I think he would appreciate a little what's up because he's the happiest dad in the world right now. Well, I will hit him up as soon as we get done tonight. Gans, I love you, Uh, Gans Grillo. I love you, brother. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I wish you all the best. Keep in touch. Thank you for coming on. I I appreciate the respect. I I just I'm not going to go on and analyze. Oh, you want to hear the you want to hear the Gandolfini story real quick? Before you tell it, I just want to tell you we do we do a few other shows here on the network. We do the Miserable Men show, we do the BS yeah, show, yeah. which is a morning show, eleven a.m. If you have, it's not John related, if you ever want to okay. come on and fuck around, you're more you than friends well. with P.D. Lorenzo. Were you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 friends with P.D. Lorenzo, the, <laughs> no. the comedian who passed away. No, okay, that's uh, the only thing there's we. There's no do. way he could have known. Oh wait, hold on. So hold on, hold that door right there. Hold on. Go ahead. I got to get one more drink because if I tell the story, I got to get lubed up. <laughs> so we all know that Jane, I, I worked on the Sopranos. And um, there was a, you know, we were all very tight. Everybody was like super cool with everybody, especially like James Gandolfini. He was nice and friends with everybody. He also became more friends with people on the crew. And um, I, I, I could use his name because, you know, it, it's all good. My friend Louie was a grip. He was ta- he's tattooed up to his neck. He'd right. come in, you know, on a ape hanger. And um, you know, he was good friends with Jimmy. And Jimmy went out to uh Los Angeles during like the summer hiatus and did a movie with Brad Pitt and became really close with like Brad Pitt and George Clooney. And they got him on a motorcycle and they taught him how to ride a motorcycle. And you know, the notorious pranksters. Yeah. So uh, they bring James to a Harley Davidson dealership. I don't know if anybody knows anything about Harleys. Uh, they convinced him to buy an 883. And an 883 is the smallest model that Harley <laughs> has to offer. And is, it, is, it is considered a girl's bike. It's like when a, when a, like a woman goes and buys a bike, it's an 883. because it's the smallest, it's the lightest. But right. Clooney and Brad Pitt convinced Jimmy to buy an 883. He has no idea about motorcycles whatsoever. So now the Sopranos start back up. And he ships the bike back and he rides it to Silver Cup. And the first guy, he goes up to my friend, Louie. He goes, Louie, Louie, come on. You got to check out my Harley, man. And he walks outside and he goes, check it out, man. He goes, an 883? You know, that's a girl's bike, right? He's like, what? 
He goes, why did you buy this? He goes, fucking Clooney! Fucking Clooney! Like, like, like. <laughs> so all summer, he was riding around. On this, like, he looked like the fat guy in, in World Guinness Book of World Records. Like, <laughs> and he thought he was the coolest motherfucker in the world. Uh, so, so Louis calls up the Harley Davidson dealership in Long Island. They bring their whole entire inventory in like five like pickup trucks Jeez. and lay it out in the silver car parking lot. And Louie and Jimmy picked out the right bike for him. <laughs> and then Louie got called into Irene Landris's office, who was one of the executive producers. She goes, are you fucking crazy? If he dies, we're all out of work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it, man. That's yeah. awesome. So but that, that, that's, uh, that's one of the cool stories I got. But, uh, yeah, it, it, good people, and uh, we're all still friends. It's weird. I love it, man. Well, you, you know, your your um, pursuit of doing what you love is a big reason why you were smart enough to be nice on set, keep all these relationships and friendships intact. You're a smart yep. guy, Brillo. Don't ever let anybody uh, tell you different, all right? I'm, sm I'm smart, not like they tell me. <laughs> we, we love you, not brother. like they say. Uh, you know, I love you guys, too. Don't be too much of a dick to John. No, he's uh, he's like, come on, it's a yeah, yeah. shot. Yeah, but he's got it. All he's got to do is back off on certain things. Like he's trying to go real fucking yeah. deep. And uh, well, you know, other people's uh, okay. I'm just saying. you know how John he, fights. He, he, and you he, don't do that to me. You don't. Okay. Do that to me. Uh, well, yeah, don't you kid, you kids be nice. Hey. Don't make me pull this car over. <laughs> as an adult, as a grown man, as a father or two, I just want to say this. He started it. All right. Yeah. I just want to say that. <laughs> well, I, guys, I'm glad not to be a part of that because I don't want anything of it. Peace and love. And, uh, every, let, us like, know, I love, let, Julie, let us know what happens tomorrow. Yes. Go. Uh, I'll let you know what happens in five minutes. He's got to go somewhere that has listen, Wi-Fi. I, listen, this isn't like uh, you know Soviet Russia. I can do whatever I want, and I hope I came across with the utmost respect and not to disrespect him. But uh, I got, I got, I got respect for him. I got respect for you, and I'm in the middle. So, uh, you know, I love you. I respect you, uh, and 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 we'll talk tomorrow. Let's talk about the other yeah. thing. Okay? Yeah, and right. okay. gentlemen, have a great night. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. All Thank right, you, like, give him a follow. Give him some love. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, Steve. Love you, buddy. See ya. Thank right. you, buddy. Steve Grillo, was, ladies and gentlemen. That was a good interview you did of him. I'm telling you, like, if you didn't know it a listen, lot. Listen, here's the thing. I just want to explain something. I asked Grillo to come on the show. Yeah. Now, do I do I do I assume he knows it's Uncle Rico's show? No, I don't. Told me to, uh, could have told me to have a, a gallon of bleach next to me so I could have fucking ended it before. I <laughs> but I wanted to talk to him and get him comfortable and see if he would play ball with us. He didn't, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Because what Grillo doesn't understand is he did everything correctly on here. Mm -hmm. And John is still going to oh, yeah. ban him from his life. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we may not have gotten it this time. Right. But don't worry. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh reading the reading the chat. Franklin was killing me. We wanted to suppose was talkative Lenny. 
No, I love Grillo. He's a good dude. Yeah, I want him. I want, I, he will get there. Don't worry. It's just a yeah. matter. Of time. I love the interview. It was really interesting. Yeah, and he's a good dude, man. He's a good. Mm-hmm. Soul. But yeah. now the main show. event. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We don't need no fuck these Grillos. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> another another Franklin's uh, chat post was this is why I believe in this enslaving all Italians. Right. right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. See, Gila knows the, the, the next time it comes on, that's when we get all the good right. story. Yes, Vince. An episode here with Vince uh and John. Uh, Vince <laughs> Attorney at Law I love Vince so much uh, So much Here we go Let's go everybody We ready? Yes ready? Yeah I'm drunk Let's go <laughs> Bad band references Obscure band references Oh Queensryche is not obscure How do you Even Bob doesn't confuse Bad and obscure He goes <laughs> bad, bad references Obscure Judas Priest is not obscure to me, it is a little bit. <laughs> All right, how you doing, man? Uh, did you hear what he said about that uh, that that BFI thing or whatever? <laughs> what the fuck's yeah. he doing? Vince is just trolling, John. The whole you gotta understand, Vince as a co- as a co-host just trolls John the entire time. Vince is a genius. Do I have snot on my face? Oh, I do. Oh my god. I <laughs> it's not rendezvous with Wirecast. Starting Thursday, we're going to be in the Thursday. new studio. Exciting! I can't even stop it. I'm wasted. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> did, did John take over your body? You're drunk with snot coming. The more shows we do, the more I. <laughs> it's like you went through a transporter with a little John, and you're slowly becoming. Him. I can't wait for the Uncle fucking Julie show on John's network. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped a screen on himself. A couple weeks ago, my camera, my <laughs> camera fell. Now, now this. Booger <laughs> <laughs> on my face. Steve's story was so dull it turned Julie into John. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> you know what? Grillo's right. We got to stop doing this. This is not right. <laughs> I can't wait to see the close up. Oh my God. Awful. If I wasn't so drunk, I would have fucking zoomed in on it. Oh, I threw my back out laughing. <laughs> Holy shit. This is not fucking right. We stared too God. deep into John. Oh. And John stared back at him. Oh my I, don't God. What I, yeah. I don't even know what I laughed at to get the, yeah. get the snot out there, but <laughs> it Isn't it fun how Grillo can start a party just by leaving? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Grillo. Give him some love. Yeah. Oh, no. my God. Okay. Are you okay now? Did you wake up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that was riveting. <laughs> 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 Uh, he's already fucking with him. I love this. Are you sure you're not suffering from the coronavirus? I don't know. I actually did hear a few coughs in, in my dream there. I don't know if that was from you or your your guest. All right, enough with your fucking uh, you know uh, you know bit here. Now uh, uh, let's get into the real thing that I <laughs> already pissed at him. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I am shocked 
<laughs> that I, it took me this long to find out about this. And it is the Scott the Engineer canning. I was going to say firing, but I was going to stutter on F. But he was fired around you didn't stutter around on Howard's birthday, so January or like Christmas. It was like December or January. I heard I heard nothing about it. I was on the fa- phone with Scott D. Pace yesterday. <laughs> it's, like, it's like watching a ball that's square going down the street. <laughs> it's just so weird. Uh, and it's so funny because Scott tries to be coy with me and he goes, and I and, and I go, hey Scott, did you hear that uh you know Scott the engineer, you know, got fired? And he went, um, uh yeah, um, no, did he get fired? I go, you motherfucker, you fucking knew it, didn't you? And he started laughing. I go, you were just afraid because you knew I'd ask you why the fuck you didn't tell me. So I got the story and I'll I'll credit Monique from Radio Gunk, my good friend, because we talked. <laughs> yeah, former friend. The friend that he DM'd what a cunt she is and then, <laughs> and then attacked her husband. Way and um and then she got who's her husband who's not on the radio and has nothing to do with hmm. anything like a family member who's not involved in ah, showbiz. Ah, what did yeah. you say, Mike? Wow, I thought those member. were off limits. Wow, I thought that wasn't allowed. Maybe Grillo hey. should have stuck around to see this. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have Monique on an episode. Break one. Yeah. Yeah, let's be better than Grillo. <laughs> oh, oh my God, yeah. I like. I, I, yeah. Listen, I have nothing against him, but that was like paint dry would paint drawing would fall asleep watching him. We, we took a shot. We wanted to see we where did. he was we at. Did. I didn't want to. I didn't want to pre-interview him and be like, "Where are you at with John? What's no. going on?" No, I listen. wanted to just get him in the room and see yep. what could happen. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I, I thought I, it was I, too, and we laid the foundation. We're good people. Right. We're not oh, yeah. we're not assholes until he watches this and sees all the right. shit you're talking. No, but then he says Mike's an asshole, but That's like fine. I think me everybody I, I am an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. I'm good it's with not, that. It's not a I new know my role. Yeah, yeah. It's, not a, it's not it's not a new land we've discovered. People and have, hey, left the conversation and goes, That one guy seemed like uh-huh. an asshole. And he's like, <laughs> I was right. Well, I, I hope I haven't ruined him coming back on and telling another Gandolfini story. <laughs> oh <my laughs> that was riveting. Uh, He's his, like his a thirteen year old. It was a, <laughs> it was a small yeah. bike. He's a big guy. He's driving. The man had twenty million dollars. He could have bought fucking twenty bikes. Gila knows what's up. Gila, relax. Take it easy. Ran out of New York because he's afraid of the coronavirus, and she was afraid they're going to shut down all the bridges and tunnels. But um, so you know, and I just called her to catch up with her, and she told me that she had a conversation with Scott. And, you know, and, and they talked about it. And so here's the story. How I think it's either now I could get. Now, I know the story. Hmm. So I'm going to see if if what she knows and what he's been told is accurate. I love his uh, Ted Kennedy hair that he has in this. Yeah. <laughs> I might get some things wrong, but it's either a Christmas party. <laughs> he's got he's got. If you look over here, it's like two fangs from a cobra. <laughs> yeah. It does look like a tarantula crawling. Yeah, if you look, it does. <laughs> hey, clip yeah. that right now, please. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Can we build the rest of a spider onto this? Hell yeah. Of course you can. You need well, eyes. Yeah, just eyes. <laughs> We have a team of people that can produce eyes, <laughs> or you know uh, Howard's birthday party, and Howard is making a speech. Scott is there with a lady friend, and the lady friend is taping Howard's speech. 
a lady friend what? like what year is this when you call him a lady friend <laughs> right uh, are you be bringing your lady friend tonight <laughs> yes i will yes i will be actually that's with a dame or a skirt <laughs> sure with one <clears throat> so far this is accurate i see turk but. sees the lady friend taping howard's speech and then runs over to the lady and goes hey Stop taping. Delete that right now. And then Scott defends the lady and go, you know, and Scott has a, uh, a temper, but I don't know if he, you know, I don't know how crazy he got, but he was like pissed off. He's like, don't tell my girl to do this. And he's like, and he's like, oh, so you don't know Scott's temper. You don't remember him screaming <laughs> through the fucking halls like a bull. You should have never taped me, Gabby. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that when he's doing the uh, push up challenge thing. <laughs> Yeah, out of his fucking mind. You better pay up. Whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, it was what, what, what it was one word he was screaming. I can't remember what it was now. But it was just, uh, hi me? No, it wasn't hi me. Hey no. No, was it now? It was like, whatever. I just remember that. Yeah, I just remember. You better pay up. <laughs> it looked like a young Scott Salem right there. It's so yeah. weird. You know, you can't tell it. A freaking delete it. And they start arguing. I don't. I don't know if that's accurate. But first of all, if that's accurate, you a hundred percent can tell somebody to delete yeah. Yeah, if it's, it's something you're not to filming, and they're at a private function. Viewing. Then Howard comes over, and asks, you know, what's going on. So then I guess Howard and Marcy book. Now picture this, right? Picture this. Just imagine this. He 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 brought a date to the party okay it's not his wife it's not you know i know she passed away rest in peace my condolences he brought a date now the, the you know marcy who's running shit for him basically his eyes and ears is now involved your right. boss is involved hmm. now howard comes over <laughs> and, uh, wait and the boss Never is a that. woman you left that out the boss is a woman now put yourself there. Okay, continue. <laughs> what, but what, I don't understand what is no, what the mean? boss. Your boss, you know. Right. What I mean? Can you Look believe chicks at the bosses now? That's what and I'm saying. And she's actually a woman. <laughs> so how fucking terrified of you of this fucking animal with power? Okay. Okay. Go so, on with your story. So he now now Scott plants his flag in the ground, and this is the hill he's gonna die on. <laughs> Both get the lady to delete the recording, so they delete the recording. And I, I'm curious if he, if he, if the end of this story is accurate, hmm. and and if it's not, I don't know if I should tell the actual end of the story, but hmm. I may have to to prove you might. Yeah. his lies. You know uh, that are lies. And then, like a week or two later, Scott is fired from SiriusXM. That, 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 that's not it. <laughs> that's not it that's not how it went down it's just not wow that's not how it happened it's not there was more to that story now i don't know who told him this story and i don't know why they left out what they left out but uh there was there was more verbiage let's mm. just say that right it, it didn't end at her just deleting it and everybody walked away there's more there, to the story. There, there were certain words that were uh, aimed at certain people. 
Mm. I'll just say that. Mm. And certain words, once they leave your mouth, <laughs> it's a death sentence. Okay. Isn't that right, Levy? <laughs> I've heard it's true. <laughs> right. So let's just say that. Okay. Let's just say that. <laughs> the issue with recording as some people know some don't most employers don't permit recording and then it's a question of whether this party is technically on employment soil so to speak so if he did it probably not smart to do it uh, could be a violation of his agreement with sirius xm yeah <laughs> just like he did to me and then and then pulled it out afterwards yeah yeah so <laughs> you, were, you were you were taping on sirius right yeah yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he was he was being paid by Sirius, and he was right. on company time. That's right. He it was scheduled. It was an appointment. Yeah. It was it was there was a special area for where he needed to go and right. and record. Yeah, big difference. Yeah, this guy is giving a, a private speech to his employees. Right. That they, that are I, the only people invited. No press. No media. Right. Nothing else there. And it's like, listen, I'm sure we all would love to record what happens at that Christmas party. Believe me. I was lucky enough to go to a a couple of them, and and I can't even fathom whipping out a a phone and and, and taping. Insanity, right? Insanity. And then then to to then just walk over to this date and, like, you know, fall on that sword. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's not even a wife. It's it's a. But but I get it. He was miserable. You know, he wasn't happy at work, and it was just. I just think it was the last. You know, Mm. the final straw. He 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 was going to yell those words out at some point. (laughs) My point. You know. Listening back to you and Scott have such a great history. Uh, You tormenting Scott. One of the coolest pranks that I don't know if you invented or not, but you taped down the receiver end of the phone. Where you would pick it up, that little that little yeah. button there, and then you call them, and then it ran. Vince is the best. John invented this. Yeah, we got it. We got to get Vince on an episode. Yeah, He's the best. He's gonna tear us apart, but it'll be good. He, I, he, I want to hear on this show. Oh, Vince yeah. will. Vince will talk. Believe me. Scott picks up the phone. It's still ringing. It's a pain they has to do. I've actually used that prank after I learned it from you, and. <laughs> Now we move on to obviously one of the greatest events is the recording of you that Scott happened to do on your Tonight Show audition. Yeah. When you went into to Scott that day, did you tell him you were doing a bit for the show or did you say you were actually applying for the job? No, no, no. I, I would never, uh, you know, no. I told Scott. John, he doesn't like to lie, but boy, he knows how to. Let me tell you. <laughs> that um i don't lie that i'm up to do the <laughs> announcer for a uh big truck uh contest you know what do you call those big truck, big truck <laughs> what is he doing a leave the impression sunday <laughs> night big truck contest <laughs> he's there <laughs> sunday 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 big truck sunday night see the big truck <laughs> way bigger Big trucks. 
the truck. Yeah, a monster truck thing. And so I'm just gonna do some Dang. Letterman <laughs> thing thing like they, they, they could be they could be ballet dancing together. We don't know. It's just this thing that they do. They don't just crush each other and climb over each other. It could be anything. Monster truck ballet dancing. <laughs> and oh, that will announce just to see. I'll send them a tape so they can see that I can announce. <laughs> Scott knew. I mean, he obviously saw right through me. But I, I but you know, I guess I. Un- I guess Scott must be Mensa too. You know, <laughs> can't believe he's right smarter now. than John. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, believe me, there is very few things I believe. But that's one of them. <laughs> Scott is a million times smarter than John. Underestimated his intelligence because because. Because I figured he would fall for it, hook, line, and sinker, like he fell for when I tied a fucking fishing line to a twenty dollar bill and and then, and taped Scott bending over to pick it up, and then I invented that too. Glory <laughs> days! Wow! Not only not only was it glorious, but he recycled it for his web series. He goes, you know, I'm gonna go back to old faithful. <laughs> The old dollar bill on the fishing line. I, I would bet a hundred dollars that that was a prank that was done on candid camera in 1958. A hundred percent. Anybody in chat, Google yeah. money on a fishing line prank and find out when the fuck it, it was before there were probably TVs invented. I guarantee you. There was some Florentine in the thirties going, I'm just doing this for my own personal joy. Yanked it up. upper decker in the outhouse. <laughs> yeah. From, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know if you know, but I, Scott, I played so many pranks on Scott, almost as probably more than I did on Baba Booey. I mean, I got to which, which amazes me that Scott is still friends with him till this day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like we're only pulling pranks on you. Why? Is right. That? Yeah. Right. He oh, he fine. had a he had a roster of people he was pranking. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't can't think it. of anybody else that I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's only one person. <laughs> right. So I mean, something's going on about this. Huh. Maybe it's him. Yeah. Uh, CF one F. Buster Keaton did the dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> now watch this, Abe Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> kaleidoscope. Uh, yeah, you know when that bit started? When fishing line was invented. <laughs> <laughs> and a dollar bill. And a dollar yeah. bill. All right. Scott, I played so many pranks on Scott, almost as probably more than I did on Baba Booey. I mean, I got a kaleidoscope. I got a kaleidoscope. Oh, oh. I have yet to do that on stream. I've yet wow. to spit out of my mouth. I've gotten bookers. I've I've had a camera fall. That looks like a money shot. So we, need a, <laughs> we need to come up with a checklist. And when I've hit the final mark on the check, we stop doing this show. When I've fully become done, we pull the plug. I'm so stoned. I think he just spit in my eye. I mean, really, I'm like, I can't deal with this. This is like, uh, what were was in colitis? Colitis. Is, is, is he singing a, a Beatles song wrong? The girl with colitis. Colitis go by. Well, then I did on Baba Booey. I mean, I got a kaleidoscope. Oh! oh my god! Was that spit on a pole vault? That looked like Evil Knievel jumping over the fountains at Caesar. <laughs> yeah. The fountains over the fountains. Uh, yeah. Wow. You know those things that you know uh, that you look through, and, and then you turn them, and then <laughs> the like, things you, you look through. 
Let, let, and this, by the is way, what a, this is what a five-year-old tells or a three-year-old yeah. tells you what it wants for Christmas. This is how they explain yeah. it to you. I just want you to focus on on Vince's face and how how much interest he loses by by the millisecond. <laughs> you know those things that you know uh, that you look through, <laughs> and, and then you turn them and they change all the colors and everything. So I dipped the kaleidoscope in an ink pad, and then went and discussed it. Hey Scott, check this out. Ooh, <laughs> It's wabbit season. Yeah, his saliva is <laughs> pranking his mouth right now. Uh, and then I went in the studio and I was like, <laughs> it's like watching a rafting accident on rocks. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's awful. Oh, crazy. And also, this prank has been done a billion times as well. It's in fact all, that, it's I, that I know for a fact. Laurel and Hardy did it with, I think, with course. binoculars. Well, police academy with the fucking yeah. megaphone. Like, yeah. come on. Wasn't everything. So I dipped the kaleidoscope in an ink pad. And then we're in discussing it. Hey, Scott, check this out. <laughs> oh, then good Lord. Intern grabbed it and then <laughs> did it. And then he had a black ring around his eye. It was do that again. Uh, I, uh, I lifted my feet uh, off the ground and put yeah. them up on the chair bottom. So I thought, thought it was a, flooding. They thought it was a flood coming in. I swear to God. I, I was like, I'm sitting on the back of my house waiting for it to get pulled down yeah. in this fucking. Uh, yeah. I'm going to pull my carpet up so it doesn't get ruined. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. We're going to replay it, guys. Get FEMA on the line. Here we go. <laughs> It and then did it, and then he had a black oh, ring around oh, his oh, eye. It was asking, "Hey, Scott, check this out." You oh, <laughs> look through, and then you turn them, and then it like changes all the colors and everything. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that how you explain what it is? Yeah, you fuck. Kaleidoscope <laughs> oh, in an ink pad. And then went and discussed today. Yeah, check this out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> then Scott's intern grabbed it and then did it. And then he had a black ring around his eye. It was intense. Wow, Vince is dying over here. Yeah. <laughs> on the floor in stitches. <sighs> As if he just heard a Gandolfini story. (laughs) Vince has a look on his face like, oh, my God. I've heard this story before from you, and now you're telling it again. It sucked the first time. Watch Vince steer this in the right direction here in a second. Watch this. Scott, though. But, yeah, I would tape down his phone, and then then I would would go. I would say, Jackie, Billy, come on in the studio, in Scott's studio. I go, check it out. This is going to be hilarious. I taped down Scott's phone, and then I would tell an intern, call Scott, because Scott was always getting called by... By the way, he could have been doing work during all this, you know, yeah, he was know. <laughs> taping people's phones, you know, doing all this shit. And why did he say he's always uh, cold? He just said he was just always cold. Just put it back a little bit. Oh, he did? Scott, Scott's always cold. It's really weird. Check it out. This is going to be hilarious. I taped down Scott's phone, and then I would tell an intern, call Scott, because Scott was always getting cold. Getting Scott cold. Was always, Scott was always getting cold in the summertime. It was weird. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. I don't get it. By his, um, you know, always called by Robin, his, you know, his wife, who unfortunately passed away. And she would always, like, you know, him, her and Scott would get into fights and stuff. So they had just got into a fight, so I was perfect timing. So I taped the phone down. You know, the, you know, the, and then I told the intern, all right, 
Call Scott in about one minute. So I grab Billy and Jack. Right. So we're all hanging out in the studio. The phone rings. Scott picks up. Hello? And it just keeps on ringing. Hello? It keeps on ringing. Hello? And then Scott got so fucking pissed, he picked up the whole fucking phone and threw it at me. Hey, I like that new song. It just keeps ringing. Oh, oh. It just keeps ringing. Oh, oh. We got to make that into music, man. Oh, my God. Wow. That's, uh... Scott, Scott knew that you were applying for that job? I think that he, like... Like he, like he knew I was up to some, you know, I was up oh, to no. something. You know what oh, I mean? No. Yeah. I mean, you, I don't. It's up to something. It's a matter of does Scott really know? And then would you ever? <laughs> it looks like Scott. a mole on his face. Back up a little bit. What happened? I missed it. Look at no, the fucking mic is like it's in his face. No, I, I was up to something. Is that something on his nose? At the end of his nose there. Iso, what am I seeing here? Do you know? It could be a lot of things. I'm going to go with the way that that the hair can't grow on that one piece of the mustache. Oh no, they're on 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 the right side of of his nostril there. I, I don't know. I I didn't. Uh, you all dabblers did this one. Oh, it's got to be uh, what I said. All right, let's watch, right. watch the zoom in here. Scott knew that you were applying for that job. I think that he like. Like he, like he knew I was up to so, you know, I, I was up to. He's looking at something. He's looking. That's mm. what it is. He's looking at his phone. Oh, okay. Something. You know what I mean? Uh -oh. Yeah. I he, mean, I he read. He read something he didn't like. Okay. Something. It's a matter of does Scott really know? And then would you ever trust that information with Scott? And maybe you would. He's not necessarily someone who would rat on you. Vince is great, by the way. That's great question. <laughs> I love it. Is there any information on what Scott's new girlfriend looks like? No, that I didn't ask. You know, I wish I could have Scott on the show, but I don't I don't think he would ever do it. But I mean, <laughs> oh, no, little did you know he would do it and you would both regret it. <laughs> it would be great because if I can get Scott, I mean, that would be awesome. Well, awesome is a strong word. Chance, we thought Gorilla would be awesome. So, uh, uh, Scott, thanks for coming <laughs> on the show. How uh, great do you think I am on a scale of one to ten? That, in case you missed the Scott interview, that was just a little yeah. excerpt from it. <laughs> you know, because, but I'm I'm pretty sure that that Scott signed an NDA. I mean, we didn't. I know I didn't. Jackie didn't. Billy didn't. But I'm pretty. I mean, I can only guess that Scott did. Hello, Karen from London. It all depends on how you want to go out. If you don't want to accept any settlement and you just want to leave and not get paid, then obviously you don't have to sign anything. Now, if he signed, goddamn right, Vince, you mm -hmm. sure know. Mm -hmm. And when is agreeing with Sirius, I don't think he did. Then you can speak if he didn't sign one. Yeah, well, I think he must have because he, you know, I know the last time I spoke to Scott, he was like. You know, he was like, you know, John, I don't want to, you know, you know, I can't talk about it. now. I wasn't. What I, the I fuck is he trying to say? By the way, let me tell you what a pal this guy is. He knows he signed an NDA. And now on his podcast, he's talking about the last time he spoke to Scott, which was after he signed this NDA. And now he's talking about a conversation, even though he's saying Scott says, I can't talk about this stuff. It's still not a very good thing to do for your friend. Right, who just right. signed an NDA and is getting paid based on that agreement that he doesn't talk to anybody about this previous place of employment. 
Mm-hmm. But he doesn't give a shit right away. I spoke to Scott and, yeah. you know, he was like, you know, John, I don't want to. If he didn't sign one. Yeah, well, I think he must have because he, you know, I know the last time I spoke to Scott, he was like. He knows he signed one. He 100% knows. Right. Him saying I think is bullshit. You know, he was like, you know, John, I don't want to, you know, you know, I can't talk about it. Now, I wasn't, I, I feel bad about it in a way because I did talk about it, but it was really, and I talked <laughs> in a way, he feels in a way, you know, I asked Scott to come on a Shuli show episode because I was thinking of me and him doing like block party stories for an episode, mm-hmm. you know, telling some road mm-hmm. stories of the block party. And even that he was nervous about coming on and talking mm-hmm. about. So okay. imagine what kind of position John puts him in his friend. Hmm. By, by, and he's going, I kind of felt bad. I feel bad about it in a way because I did talk about it. In a way. In a way. But it was really, and I talked to Monique about this as well. I was just pissed off that Artie stiffed them. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know the story. You know, you know that Vinny Artie was doing a charity gig for Scott and Artie asked Scott for $1,000, borrowed 1000 from Scott to, to do the show. It's and then true. did that's not true. That's not accurate. I know the story. Mm. I'm not going to tell. What are you it talking today. about? He it, there was there was a miscommunication at a charity event for Scott uh, when it came down to the money, but it was settled. What he's describing is not accurate. Right? I mm. will say that. Not my story to tell. It has nothing to do with me. I wasn't at the gig. I didn't perform at it. What not, was it? Not, what what do you mean? It was a chair. It was a, a benefit for Scott's wife. Uh, I, I, I was there. Oh, so this is the thing with. Oh, so you this was the stress factory show, right? It must have been because it yeah, was, that was yeah. the only one you yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. So do you know what happened after it was all said and done? Uh, basically, uh, I remember uh, Scott hit me up and he was like, Where, where's the check? It was like after four days. I go, I don't, I didn't ever get the check. I'm just on the show, you know? Right. And then uh, he got paid from Artie. He definitely did get paid from Artie. There's he no did. Doubt. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah, because I actually seen him coming out of the house and he one night and he said, yeah. And he was like, yeah, he, he hooked up or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And he was, was hanging out with him. It was a miscommunication there for a minute. But, of course, John runs yeah. with thing that you know people are stealing money from scott <laughs> the joe and, we, and then and if you're going to steal money from scott don't do a benefit show and then steal it <laughs> yeah. he kind of knows who's stealing it yeah let, let us know when somebody else gets sick you know so we can make a lot of money <laughs> yeah we'll do it again I mean, promise <laughs> yeah just let me know anybody limping or anything just let me uh, i'll Maybe keep the eight open this is where john got the idea uh, you know, if uh, you say somebody's uh, sick, you can get some money out of it. Yeah. Uh, 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 evil light bulb went off in my head. <laughs> hey, Scott. And then two weeks later, finally paid Scott, but only paid him a thousand that he borrowed. Didn't give him anything else. And then Scott told me that. And then he also told me how, you know, again, again, his friend who signed an NDA. Not that this has to do with his workplace. But again, a friend who's like not in a position where he can go on and tell stories on a show. This is your pal going out there and and right. fucking blabbing for you. Howard, you know, and, you know, didn't help him out. or Didn't even talk to him for the GoFundMe thing. I just thought it was real shitty. So I apologize to Scott, although I did get him back for his <laughs> taping the announces. But but 
Ah, you see? There you go. There's the truth. Scott tweeted out about this to John. It was something like, John, you should have checked with me first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You could be costing him thousands of dollars, dude. But you see how it went all the way in the circle and came back to the greatness of him. Well, not Mm -hmm. only that, but it came back to he doesn't give a fuck because because in his mind, he's always had a fucking beef with Scott for giving Howard his Leno audition tapes when when John was going behind Howard's back. And, and so that, that's what, so he says, so, but in a way I got him back for the Leno audition tape. Yeah. That's what it could. That's why he has no problem. And that's who that guy is Grillo. So watch out when it happens, just come to me. My arms are open. They're never going to be closed for you. I will hug you and welcome you into this world. That's right. Like you're one of our own. Like you're one of our own. And I will look you in the eyes and I will tell you, don't ever tell that Gandolfini story. (laughs) He better bring some good fucking John stories. But I, but I, because I love Scott, I do. And, and, (laughs) but I love him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, here, this is a new one I got. (laughs) But. I think this by Howard. Fox, you gotta. You, what you gotta do is have like a, a heart, like a like a plug yeah, line, but, but after yeah. the heart, yeah. Byron Scott, even for Scott's lady friend to tape Vinny. I don't know. This is my thought, and then I'll get yours. I think it's Scott has been there, loyal for thirty years, and okay. So his lady friend taped something. She did finally delete it. So why would you fire him? That, because that's not why they fired him. <laughs> that's not why they fired him. It did. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail. All I can tell you is Scott did not handle it well, and really put them in a position where they had no choice. Right. That's that's the reality of it. Because nobody was at that time. You got to understand. Nobody was bothering Scott. Scott wasn't bothering anybody. He wasn't coming in the studio anymore. He wasn't a part of bits. He was literally helping out the tapes team, mm-hmm. you know, for the archive stuff. Right. That's it. He was, they turned him into the guy in office space, right? <laughs> they put him in that fucking basement and nobody bothered him. And right. he didn't bother anybody. And he would have stayed there. Had he yeah, not, sure he was happy. Yeah. Had not, I don't know that he was happy, but well, he could have fucking milked it for, if he right. wanted to. You know, but he, like I said, this was a build. This was, mm. you know, a simmer yeah. to a boil, and then, and then, boom. Like I heard wow. one guy say, you know, sometimes it's just better to shut the fuck up, and, <laughs> and that was me telling me that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to sit back and go. You know what? Let me answer this a little later because mm. I don't think it's going to be good right now. You right. got to be able to fucking think. You know, it's so funny. I, I'll bring it up later. This is most likely the last straw to deal with Howard. Yeah, but then, but then again, I mean, how many times has Baba Booey fucked up? How many times has Shuli fucked up? I mean, all these guys. Oh, I thought he. I, hold on, I thought he didn't know me. I thought he didn't know yeah. what I did at the show. And and by the way, John, not too many. Yeah, not too mm-hmm. many. Definitely less than you. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to bring me in and ask me what time my alarm is set for. (laughs) (laughs) 
They didn't have to bring me in and yell at me for smoking weed at the hotel that Howard was staying at when he was mm. in L.A. before weed was even legal in L.A. I didn't bring my wife and kids on a business trip with the show <laughs> and fucking and 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 uh, leave laundry for the cleaning service to come and do at the hotel. You're there for work, dude. He really is a poor Ricky mm. Ricardo. What would Ricky Ricardo would do if he was really poor? He's like a Beverly Hillbilly, right? Except he doesn't have the money. He didn't strike the oil. He's just he's just white trash. Got like the a story about a man named John. Imagine that the the show goes. We're going to L.A. for for to do a week of shows or whatever, three a weekend, show, whatever it is. And you bring your fucking wife and kid, like <laughs> wow, that's insane. That's what were, you, what were you born in a barn? <laughs> <laughs> Screw up. I mean, you know, I mean, so you're going to fire him, take away his livelihood. I mean, and that's also very telling in the fact that why would he bring my name up when he's talking about somebody being fired? Because deep mm -hmm. down inside, this guy didn't want me working there. Mm -hmm. He had a problem with me there and and wanted me to lose my job in some way, shape or form. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, of course, he he would always see you as an inferior because you started out needing him to get on the air. That's right. That's right. He was my he was my gateway to get right. to Howard, my yeah. conduit. Right. He had the power over you. Then all of a right. sudden, you you have the power that you're on Stern, and then eventually he's off Leno, so he's you know jerking off in the wind, and you still have a steady job. Yeah. Yeah. And the new show coming up, Gateway to Heaven. A new talent show we have here. <laughs> I'm the gateway to heaven. <laughs> you can drool on yourself or just be yourself. He just lost his wife a year ago, and now you're going to fucking take away his salary, his income? That's well, not I Howard's mean, responsibility, John. It's a business. You think Howard was sitting back there going, it happened exactly like I hoped. Yeah. First with cancer. <laughs> Now I drain his yeah. bank. Yeah, Howard you know? Cohen. When was the funeral? Yesterday? Okay, cut him loose. You're <laughs> <laughs> in bed with the boss. And I, and I like that Vince is like, hey, dude, it's a business. They're entitled to fucking fire and hire whoever the fuck they want. Yeah. Oh, and that's another good. I just looked at the chat over here was that uh, she says Howard treated Shuli with much more respect as well. So that's going to kill him. So when he does hear you on yeah. the show, you're not getting called a moron uh, or hero of the stupid right. or saying that you're not, uh, you know. You, you, and don't get me wrong. I had my bad moments in there. Well, yeah, I listen, you got your balls busted. But... Right. But, but fuck, man, I learned pretty quick not to right. be back in there for those reasons. Right. But, yeah, it's uh, bad when you get you when you just deliver shit. It's nothing worse than that. Whether it's sitting in anything, it just and it's like, like it's like seeing it's like seeing a natural disaster coming towards you, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do. Right, there was an episode. Tsunami. There was an episode. It's on YouTube, and it's and it's us discussing the block party. And I think it was when Scott was saying he couldn't do this weekend of shows. <laughs> Because he had a family cousin's wedding was the excuse that he gave. <laughs> and we ended up booking JD. And that episode in particular is a great example of how it's a roulette, not even a roulette wheel. It's literally just a wheel that spins and it eventually lands on everyone in that studio. Yeah. 
It starts with Scott. Me and Ronnie are busting his ball. Then Jason comes in, <clears throat> and he tells Howard how much Scott's making on the road, which I told Jason. Mm-hmm. Now it turns to me. Yeah. Now Scott's pissed at me. Why are you talking about what I make to Jason? He's 100% right. Yeah. But my point in telling Jason was this guy's asking to see the books, right, to right. see if there's more money in it for him. Here's what he does. Here's what he gets paid. You tell me if you have any fucking leg to stand on to go, let's open those books and see those numbers real quick. So, I mean, and and that episode was a perfect example of just how how it was in that room. You're in there laughing and pointing at somebody, and five minutes later, they're laughing and pointing at you, and you're just like, what the fuck happened? All of a sudden, friendly fire. Yeah. 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 Shrapnel. Yeah, take away his salary, his income. That's well, not how it's responsibility, John. It's a business, and if you're if you're in bad with the boss, and they have a way to get you out, then you're going. All right, Vince. But let me okay. Let me play. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're saying this, but I'm glad that you're saying this. No, you're not. You're going to argue the point right now. <laughs> oh, and I, I don't know why you don't seem clear. Do, do you see how you picture? Like I'm all fucking sweaty and what? clear, and you're like. <laughs> He had a perfect in. opportunity to put a very good conversation together with this no. guy right now, and he just he went to the like uh-huh. I mean, cut, cut. What the yeah. fuck? Uh-huh. Why am I sweaty? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the first time he's noticed that he's sweaty, and he's yeah. always sweaty. I don't think it's a camera. I think it's alcoholism. <laughs> I'm just gonna go out on a limb. I'm not a doctor. The Vaseline from the fucking 1950 kind of movie is on your lens because it isn't as bright or clear as me. But oh yeah, Vince is like, where were we, dude? Yeah. What are you fucking talking about? Well, yeah, yeah. Just when you move back, it is. I guess it's. I guess it's the window. But anyway, you know. <laughs> but anyway, now he doesn't know what you're talking about when you no. had something very well, interesting could have came. Oh my god. Me, Scott, Baba Booey, you know, Jackie. You know, I mean, what's <laughs> you that? Right, right. Here we go. <laughs> oh, this is the last fucking li- attendance list you want to be on. It's coming out this of this movie's got to end in thirty seconds. <laughs> Get them all on the set. They're all gonna die. They're all gonna be shot in the back. Let's go. <laughs> uh, this is like when they don't have an idea in wrestling and they just fucking make a big schwaz at the end. <laughs> Get the fat guy out too. Come on. <laughs> hey, get your friend. Put on a security shirt. You're a cop. Go out there. Deal with it. <laughs> Artie, like, oh, I mean, aren't they like the core people? Like, don't you give them a second, third, fourth chance? Hundred percent. So Scott built up some credibility. And listen, John, you give them a second, third, and fourth chance when it's your company. Right. Like you can't you can't put that on other people. You may not agree with it, but that's their right. It's their company. And how did he how does he know how many chances Scott had? Nobody knows until uh, except for Howard or Marcy or whoever. No, no, that's true too. Like I don't know what happened behind the scenes other times, if there were other times, if there were other interactions between him and management and, and it going south. I don't know. Right. Listen, they don't always talk, you know, if an employee's not doing what he's supposed to, not saying Scott didn't, but, you know, sometimes they don't know until they know. And and also, you know, you have this person that's that's running the show for Howard, Marcy. Now, if Howard doesn't support her and have her back, 
well, what does that make her look like to the rest of the staff, yeah. right? And but now everybody know. walks all over her, you know? Well, if somebody says it in chat, we figured this out. Uh, Seth Martin said, John is resting his nose on the mic. Maybe that's what we were looking at before. We couldn't figure it out. That could, that could be. I don't want anything to do. Weirdo. Responsibility. I can't wait. I can't wait. Three weeks from now, Grillo coming back on going, what a fucking gun that Three guy weeks. is. Three weeks. You're gonna get. You know what? You know what the good gonna, thing is. You're gonna get a call at midnight tonight. I like. I like the honesty and the uh, basically how you should be in as a friend. Listen, I mean, it really came out there. I know that's, that's a good. Him, yeah, I know thing. people were giving him shit in the chat, but you know mm. what? He's a stand-up guy, man, and and a lot of people totally would kill to have a friend like that, and yeah. I respect him for standing up for himself and mm -hmm. and for his friend and saying, Hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. So I loved it. I, you don't All see good. men like that. You that really don't see men like that. You don't. Cause you just take a fucking side. <laughs> you say, you that's fucking Aaron do. Burr. I don't want to talk to Aaron Burr. I want to talk to Hamilton. You know, take a fucking side, pal. Yeah. Aaron Burr, Smart, quick and an amazing musician. Yeah, okay. Aaron no. Burr. Not Aaron Burr, the comic. No, Aaron, not Aaron Burr, the comic. Aaron Burr, the, the, the guy who killed Hamilton. Yeah. Well, I don't, wasn't there that day. Now, Bob hasn't seen that show yet. Mm -hmm. That he had. But in the end, John, I don't think Scott was really participating a lot in the show in the past years. Well, ever since the GoFundMe, I don't know if you know, Howard demoted Scott and moved him to another floor, and Scott was no longer an employee. Now, uh, first of all, it's not true. He was 100% still an employee. He wasn't demoted to another floor. He was moved his office, the floor that everybody had an office on. First of all, Scott wasn't engineering the show anymore. It was a different right. engineer. So Scott yeah. didn't have his studio anymore. Now, one of the, the GoFundMe was not an issue. The GoFundMe got approved by management. Okay, that he he talked to management. They approved it. What fucked? Scott up in my opinion was putting together this thing with Artie I think that because at that point in time Artie was on a tear just going on any show and just shitting and talking shit about Howard and so I think I think that bothered Howard maybe it didn't even get to Howard maybe mm -hmm. it wasn't even on his radar maybe it was something that management uh, got pissed off about but that, not the GoFundMe. The GoFundMe was approved. They gave him the thumbs up for it. So again, that's not accurate. It's it's just, you know, working with somebody that's shitting all over where you work is not a good look for you. It's just not. Yeah, I kind of wrote the blueprint on that one, and uh, I, I, I can agree. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. You're patient zero. Yeah, yeah, but you learned from it at least. Right. You know, yeah. you understand now. I hope. Yeah, but how, okay. Here's the thing. Yeah, I do. Here's the thing. How long was the GoFundMe before the benefit show? Because I can I remember them both kind of, but like I would say, if the benefit show came in a two weeks or a month after it was up, that's going to cause trouble. Yeah, it should be I, further. No, I no, I think it was pretty quick, and I uh, and it was definitely the the GoFundMe was definitely first, and then the benefit yeah. show happened after that. So yeah, that's also a a, a kind of weird look too. And then yeah. and then what you have to understand is you have this this fan base that the minute the GoFundMe goes up, instead of contributing and helping, uh, 
uh, people right away are going, why doesn't your fucking boss give you 50 oh. grand, 100 grand, and this will all be over and you don't need to do You should be ashamed of yourself, Howard, for not paying this treatment. You should be, you know, and it's like, fuck off, dude. The guy, the you can't do that. You can't fucking make it Howard's responsibility to pay for this medical treatment. It's I not. Know, I'm just saying that if I had the money, uh, I would. Like if I had that much, that's just me. But that's I'm just, just saying. You, but we also don't know if he donated something personally to Scott and gave him money. I don't know that. Well, Maybe I seen a five five thousand dollar gift, and it was signed Pelican. So it has. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Five grand. I, I'm just saying the facts here. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, health insurance, uh, Uncle uh, Rick and Mommy said. Uh, well, no, we had health insurance, not, but yeah, it, I mean, it's not about that. It's about like there's so much shit that just lot, they're just not going to cover. Yeah. They're just right. not going to cover, it, and you're not going to basically say no. You know, so it happens. It's not a good thing. <laughs> no. Of the fucking you know Stern show, he was he was now just an employee of Sirius XM, and. Look, by the way, we were always employees of SiriusXM. We were never employed. We worked at the Stern Show, but we all got paid through SiriusXM. We were all contra contractual employees of SiriusXM. So again, just want to clarify. Let remind you that this gentleman named Melendez on your screen knows dog shit. <laughs> okay. And for anybody who hasn't heard this, Scott tried to approach Howard in a hallway and Howard said, you know, you're not allowed to talk to me. I mean, this is a guy <laughs> again. First of all, I wasn't there for this, so I don't know. I find it hard to believe hmm. that Howard, especially at that point in time when he had buffers in place, you understand? Hmm. Howard didn't right. need to get involved. There were people that would tell you, Hey, uh, Howard wants to talk to you, right? You don't go up to them and go, I'm going to go talk to Howard. No, you go up to them and you go, hey, can I talk to Howard? And, and that's how it works. Right. That's how it works when you get to that level, right mm -hmm. or wrong. That's just it, right. okay? So I find it hard to, unless, unless Scott did the unthinkable, which would be cornering Howard as he's leaving the studio <laughs> yeah. and going, hey, uh, I want to talk to you about yeah. my son's band yeah. or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Also known as Howard's worst nightmare. Right. <laughs> then I can understand. Yeah. Then I can understand. But again, I wasn't there, so I don't know what he's talking about. I who's worked for him for 30 years, Vinny. How could, I mean, how could you defend that? More importantly, he wasn't there either. Right. Let's just establish that. So this guy recapping the story as if it was as vivid as yesterday for him in his mind wasn't even fucking there. The man who doesn't know what a kaleidoscope is. Thank you. Yeah. That behavior. John, there comes a time where you have to move on top of your business. And as much as Howard can, because he is the performing star of this business, you can't deal with people on a day-to-day -day basis now him saying about that moving in the hallway who knows if that's true or not i mean the sky claim that's true yes all right again john john just fucking just grabbing whatever friends nearby and throwing them in front of traffic at any point i'll i'll answer for you right I, now he's saying scott told him this then then i'll but my thing is the context why did howard tell you this 
Right. That's that's the basis of this story. And if he knows that, he's not telling it on purpose. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again, like Howard Scott's not a lawyer. Scott is not a lawyer. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Scott's a liar either. Yeah. You're a fucking liar. Yeah. So we're not getting the whole story here. Howard was not a fucking he wasn't Ellen DeGeneres. He wasn't a raving fucking lunatic when he got off the air. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I have no NDA side. If I wanted to fucking trash this guy, I could trash him, you know, but there's nothing to trash him about. He was a great fucking boss. He really was. Yeah. So his, it's just his little rule, man. Some people have rules after the show, leave him alone. I get it. What's the big deal? It's, it's not necessarily our concern, right? Well, it is my concern because Scott's a friend and, <laughs> and, and, and I care about Scott, which is why I freaking, you know, I outed the story about Artie screwing him and, and about. <laughs> I care about him. That's why I put him in a super awkward position <laughs> right. by outing a piece of private information right. that he gave me. Yeah. I said something publicly he didn't want said. Amazing. Yeah. Howard screwing him because how could you screw somebody when their wife is fucking dying, Benny? I don't know. I Look, this is where I totally fucking emphatically disagree with you. I mean, well, fucking what's the perfect day to do it on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it's like, I don't know. I don't know who's going to. Can you, can you pencil me in on a, on a week? Was it weekend? Weekday? What's, the, what's the Monday we got off in March? <laughs> a holiday? Do we do it on a holiday? Oh, <laughs> I love God. that. All these rules. Scott is a fucking fixture on the show. His wife is dying, and Howard can't even fucking help him out a little bit and tells him don't talk to him in the hallway. Right, because those moments were in the same time frame, right? Scott goes, Scott goes, my wife's dying, and Howard goes, don't fucking talk to me, Scott. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ, I just spit her in my eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> out of the way, peasant. <laughs> the way he paints the picture is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, <sighs> this is a movie. This, this yeah. is, we don't have well, the ending yet, but it's we're writing it. Yeah, it's like if John wrote a life one of those lifetime movies, yeah. you know. It's like this. I got the ending. You ever see the movie Star 80? I think that's how it's gonna end. <laughs> this is the how I mean, and this oh, and by the way, happy days with a comment here. Why didn't this piece of shit start a GoFundMe first? <laughs> that's right? how much John John donated to the GoFundMe. How much? Zero. Donut. Really? Yeah. I a hundred percent remember somebody posting uh that John didn't donate anything. I think John was like, I gave him something privately, whatever the fuck it was. Almost I, gave, I, I gave him advice. Advice is much more <laughs> worth stuff than fucking money. You know what I mean? <laughs> The guy that's giving his fucking, you know, doing charity for fucking cats and dogs and can't take care of a guy whose wife is fucking dying. John that's is saying okay. that he hates animals now. I don't yeah. believe this. Let's run yeah. with it, guys. Everybody make oh. those little things. Go. We got to piss him off more. Team, I need a headline on social media. Woke John, no more. <laughs> and then I... Dogs and cats, bad. Dogs and cats, bad. Employees, good. <laughs> This is the guy who says that he's the new Howard. Tear up the first two books because that's not really him. This is the new Howard. And then he fucks over his fucking staff member of 30 years. You think that's cool? You mean that you can't go to Dr. Sarno to cure your gayness as Howard contends in his first book? Benny, just be fucking serious for a second. I'm being serious. I'll be <laughs>
Oh, hell, Vinny. Oh, hell, Vinny. He, he definitely owns, he owns a million-dollar company. He's just such a businessman. He's coming yeah. strict from a business like a boss would do things and look at things. Like, right. this is what you need to succeed if right. you want to do that kind of stuff. Right. And the guy yelling at you, it, it puts a chicken on a can of beer on a grill. Okay? <laughs> so just so you understand where we're at. The guy now we're going we're gonna to get these two worlds and we're going to slowly move them together <laughs> and we want you to say like we say what the fuck just happened <laughs> what happened what am i watching here <laughs> serious i don't think howard has any obligation to scott relating to the robin situation his so wife's situation okay all right so okay Benny, let's just fuck i'm uh, i'm gonna go down this <laughs> whoa 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 easy there fella <laughs> We got a we got a bumper to bumper over here on the seven five right here. His wife's situation. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. I got another. I'm gonna go down this. What happened? Wait, hold on. I got another hot topic we gotta get spreading. Uh, Uh Oh fuck! I'm so stoned. I just forgot. (laughs) Isn't that fucked up? Hot topic. Uh, (laughs) Just go back. I'll figure it out. Uh, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Rochester this weekend, baby. Friday night. You think we're a mess now? Wait till you see us this weekend, pal. Oh, my God. Hanging out with fucking all our closest new best friends now. I I mean, come on. This is fucking unbelievable. Woodstock had nothing on the peace and love. Fucking how about laughs and fucking you? Yeah, you talk about tickle. you talk about a hole in the fence. They drove a fucking car through the fence last <laughs> yeah. night. We don't want to talk about it, yeah. But <laughs> hey, things happen. You know what I mean, people. It. I put it out on Twitter that I think uh, uh, John gave his associate the wrong date and time for the oh attack. My God. <laughs> <laughs> there this was a cane awful. left at the scene. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. We were watching video the other day on the BS show of these two idiots trying to steal an ATM machine. And it literally happened in Rochester the other night, multiple locations. And one of them was Carlson, which is repaired and everything's fine. Back in business. All good. Hey, our 9 11 is not that bad. Okay. No, and let not. me tell you something <laughs> this is going to be a great event. People yes. suffer in these worlds. Okay. So we're there to bring happiness. People fucking right. deal with shit every day that sucks, John. You don't understand it. You want to be part of it. Come laugh with it. It's never cut, too late. Cut, cut that right there. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay, Benny, let's just fuck. I'm, uh, I'm going to go down. And- <laughs> Stop it. Why probably your picture is unclear. Okay. So then just explain to me this. Wait, Rob- hold on. If my dog was choking like that, I would jam my hand down his throat and see if I can grab some meat or something or a shoe. It is the sound of someone drowning or choking. I agree. If a girl can fucking blow you and it sounds like that on your balls. Marry her. The fuck, yeah, you, you put a <laughs> ring on that kid. You know what I mean? You get that dame down to the fucking wedding hall. Fortunately, passes away. Howard doesn't walk down and fucking offer his condolences. He sends him a two-sentence email that, that says the following. Beth and I... Are sorry for your loss. So now, so now, understand what he's doing to Scott. Now he's 
He's, he's burying him right now. He's burying him. He's literally saying, you know, Scott forwarded emails to me. Exactly, me. which means that he, Howard would never recommend him. Anybody in that building will not recommend him. It'll be your your recommendation would be undermined right now. Okay, yeah. in that yeah. building. Yeah. So just get what you just did. Yeah, that's that's your pal. We have donated to a charity in your wife's name. Okay, so so they're they're donating to a cancer charity, and John's like, "Can you?" But what were they supposed to do? Buy him a house? Don't what, you know what? it's too late now? You, you know, maybe 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 Howard is get the t-shirts ready and put this up there. Maybe <laughs> Howard is raises money for cancer because he loves it so much. That's why. You know, Put that out there on the news. Break mm. that story right now. <laughs> Howard Stern loves there, cancer. There, <laughs> there's, <laughs> a, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, celebrities out there that do, you know, charity work specifically to publicize that they're doing charity work. There's a lot of celebrities out there that do a lot of charity work that none of us know a fucking thing about it. Because they're not looking for the recognition. Yeah, they you are- think when I went to that Elks Lodge in fucking Fairlawn, New Jersey, I was going to come out and brag about it to you people? <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Oh, yeah, that's right near me, Bob. <laughs> uh, he was kidding. There was no show, Mike. Anyways, um- <laughs> I get canceled. There's six people there. All right. Is that what you wanted, people? Leave me alone. I have feelings too. <laughs> but no, but what I'm saying is he doesn't know what Howard and Beth have done privately. All he knows is what Scott has told him, uh, you know, and and without even thinking of his friend who's in a very difficult spot right now, you're just making it even more difficult for him. Mm -hmm. Howard, that's it. If you have, you know, someone that works for you, they work for you for 30 years and their wife or husband dies. You're not going to go up to them personally and fucking offer them your no, condolences. watch this guy's answer. It's fucking all business. I love this fucking kid. I guarantee it. It's let's, all business. Let's see. We don't know. Let's see. Let's see what Vince is. I, I kind of agree with you, but I don't know. I've never seen this. So let's see what the guy who stole Tiger Woods outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. I, I don't. I hate when people make donations in your name when you don't even ask for it. No. And, Give the money to me. <laughs> ah, hello hello john we've been trying to give the money to you just you know just think of how great conversations we would have about things in the world that you just see differently you know it would be great conversations and yeah we'll probably have a, a bunch of laughs too but look man that's the thing he doesn't understand that's the thing he doesn't understand. He thinks we want him to come on here so we can play clips of him in front of him. Yeah. No, no, not interested in that. I don't need clips. I got you. All I got to <laughs> do is do a show. That's it. Let us do a show. Get in here. Get in the mix. You're wasting your time. You're doing nothing. You're producing nothing. You're losing money. Stop. And Let when you learn. Wouldn't you love to have some beautiful round eyes like we have here on the Shuley Network? Now, they you throw fizzy lift drink, right? <laughs> it says right here in the contract, ipso facto, right? <laughs> Good day, sir. Uh, listen, where are we at? I don't know. 
1335, boys. That's where we're at. That's where we're going to put the brakes on. I remember on. that year. I was a two-year-old. <laughs> I was a young Levy back then. <laughs> uh, listen, I can't thank you guys enough for, for coming in here tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we tried the Grillo thing. I love that he came on here. Uh, a yeah. And he was pop. a real man, a real man. He could have backed got, out before the a real man. Why was he, he a real totally, man? He, because he, when you he, stick up for your no, friends no, before, it's no, not no. before. A real it, man would have said, I'm not coming on because I don't I don't agree. He's my friend. No, he, he can't I, play both sides. I'm sorry. No, he's not. But I'm no. saying it's not his fight. None, none of this is his fight. And that's what he says. Why do I got to be involved? I hope everything works out. Well, he could have come on you, and said something interesting. Well, yeah, that, I mean, uh, that's Gandolfini's. I don't know. Listen, I almost canceled my subscription. <laughs> oh, don't do that, Mike. <laughs> don't be like that. Now, now we're going to be the big Grillo and fucking Mike fight on the internet. It's going to be all over the world. Mike's no, still listen. He's, he's like you were, Bob. He's like you were with John uh, in the beginning here. Oh, I just want to have fun. I just want to you know, both sides. Oh, listen, listen. Yeah. You know what he is. You know well, what John but Mike, is. But Mike, you know, John. Bob was like that at first. And what yeah. happened? Did John? Did I, did anything happen? Uh, in a positive direction no absolutely no. john did what john does and that is get people to fucking hate him right. well i will i will give john the benefit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i will give john the benefit of the doubt that he just will a matter of time. just a matter ream, ream grillo and then things will change it's uh, just a matter i of don't time. think so yeah, I'm going to say it's not going to happen. I think they're going to be cool, and he's not going to turn. Because I don't think he gets involved with this shit. That's the whole thing. He's he's He goes, these are two people, this is, uh, you know, two people I like. I'm okay, not then, gonna... then he should have, when I brought up the thing, well, you should try to get them both back together. Then if he's a friend to both of them, he would say, mm. yes, that would be good Maybe for both he will. of them. Maybe he will. We'll Give see. it time. Give it time. This was, this was I thought he handled himself winning. very well tonight mm -hmm. uh, i thought he was a a, a stand-up guy uh and he had fun with us and, he and a gentleman a and a gentleman and a gentleman and a gala as as grillo would say yeah the second prettiest man in the room he was and you know <laughs> you third though bob Give it up for Levy today. What a day of broadcasting for Bob Levy. I mean, can we just honor this man a little bit? Uh, this guy, uh, 11 a.m. BS show, 4 o'clock uh, MLC, 7 o'clock Levy Land, 8 o'clock uh, Uncle Rico. All this all in one day and, and killing on everything. He's the man. He's the man. What a network. What a team. What a family we got here. Uh, can't thank you guys enough. WATPLive.com. We got a few more days of broadcasting, and then we're all traveling. We're all coming to Rochester. Yeah. It's going to be minus. Of course it is. It's winter. That's what happens in winter. Buckle the fuck up. Get to Grow a pair and get the fuck out of here. Because somebody hit this on the head. Who was it? Florentine on MLC today said, people in Rochester, they ain't staying home. They exactly. they fucking go out in this shit. Exactly. It ain't nothing to them. So yeah. stop being pussies. Get over there. The show is indoors. There's an there's enough of us that it's gonna be warm and uh and we're gonna have a blast. <laughs> yeah. I remember working up in Buffalo and there had been so much snow, there was literally like a five foot 
uh, uh, snow banks that that yeah. you they cut through. So it was like a maze, but every yeah. bar was full. You know, they're, yeah. they're going through that maze to get to the it, bars and the course. Fucking people don't stay everywhere. It's worse weather. They have better ways to get it off the fucking ground. And just it's going to be sunny. Just don't yeah. bring water. It's going to freeze. Okay. Uh, this guy wants to know. Uh... Is Dabble Con outside? No, we moved it back in. Well, you know, we 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 thought it, we figured it was going to be under thirty, so now we had to bring it in. But we were going to do it outside. But yeah, Tato uh, will be there. Tato's there. Everybody have his, there. his own community. He's going to have there the potato. Look, if John showed up at Dabble Con, he would get a standing oh, ovation. Hundred percent. He'd be carried out of people's arms. Carried in. I think (laughs) after the performance, he's not getting either a standing ovation or carried anywhere. Well, listen, he's usually getting carried out of a bar anyway. Exactly. So (laughs) it it would most likely be on the end to do it. God, you see, we're fucking good. There's no denying it, folks. Come on. Get past that. And and listen, if you're not in the dabble verse, if you're seeing this on YouTube when we release it and all this stuff, if you're not involved in the, the and you don't get it, Friday night is all about mm-hmm. that. It's mm-hmm. a comedy show with great comedians just doing comedy. So you don't have to be well versed in the dabble verse to enjoy mm-hmm. uh, Friday night. Saturday night, you might, you might. Listen, but the may way I have, say, I, I yeah. disagree. I think, I think the dabbies, even if you don't, if you've never heard it, John, yeah. what, what's been set up is, is funny anyway. It's you're visual. Right. It's, you're right. It, yeah, I, I think it, I think it does kind of tell the story. We're yeah. telling the story of the man, the legend, and honoring him. I wasn't yeah. lying when I said that the gorilla. We're 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 honoring John, right? And so uh, live streaming. No, we we are not live streaming the event, but we will be releasing content from the event. We're recording everything. Yeah. Uh, so don't worry. You guys will get to see the stuff, and and new events are in the works already. Mm-hmm uh locations venues i mean there's a lot of shit going on we're just getting started here can't thank you guys enough watplive.com get your tickets we're coming this weekend uh shuli network on patreon youtube hit the subscribe button on youtube hit the like button hit the notification bell it'll let you know when something's live like tomorrow at 11 a.m with the bs show so uh join us every uh monday tuesday wednesday on the bs show on youtube at 11 a.m and uh yeah the shuli network come join in boys what else you got go ahead mike uh well if you'd like to follow me on <clears throat> instagram i am insta mike morse or and on twitter mike morse says i uh, also uh have a book uh, that's on amazon right now that i wrote with a couple other a few other guys called ha ha history go to amazon and you can get an audio book or not an audio book a, a kindle kindle version or i guess you can order the the paperback version too so paperback write that mic okay uh caseyrays.com he's a book of what a book oh okay i got it uh Go, uh, what is it not the 11th uh me kevin brennan will be at caseyrays.com uh, it's in Violin, New Jersey, Brendan Levy's Comedy Club. Uh, what else? MLC Podcasts on YouTube.com, MLC Podcasts on Patreon.com. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Get the A. Get. And uh, Levy Land is up now. And don't forget, Out of the Coffin with me, Bob Levy, will be uh, 
We're doing it from Rochester. Yeah. From Rochester. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Uh, Bob will probably have the largest audience ever for Out of the Coffin. I don't think any of us go uh, behind the camera, uh, in front of the camera with you. I think we all stay behind the camera right. and just watch. And, right. and yeah. It's just a madness. Soundtrack. Uh, yeah. Everything wonderful. <laughs> and on that note ladies and gentlemen have a good night we'll see you tomorrow on youtube Network. Let's go. thank you steve Burrow. thank you to everybody and we'll see you that's all for the uncle rico show grab one more beer and shout out skull good <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve Grillo went on the Uncle Rico show with that loser Shuli that nobody Mike Morrison, my former friend Slob Levy. How could you, Grillo, after everything I've done for you? And you go on that show and trash me?